Crowdsourcing has always seemed like a good way to get input and ideas from outside a company or organization. But today, we uncover some research that indicates there might be a right way and a wrong way to crowdsource and inspire creativity in general. This is Shadoof. Welcome to Shadoof, the place where business research and entertainment make a baby in your mind. We will show you common trends you'll want to leave behind. It happens all the time. We'll always bring a fresh perspective so you can trust the data or the data, but not the faces you've been made. Welcome to Shadoof. I'm Weston Smith, your host, here with head of research Dustin Harding and fellow research scientist Lauren Silva. How's it going, guys? It's going good. Yeah, it's going good. Are you indicating that I have something on my lip? Um, nope. Oh. My my lip was itchy, oh. so I was <laughs> itching it. I guess I just yeah. I guess I just internalized that. Uh, well, it it's a great day here. I hope everyone's enjoying the Olympics. Are you guys enjoying the Olympics? I love the Olympics. Lauren, do you have any <laughs> any opinions on the Olympics or updates <laughs> or anything? Well, I have a couple things. So I think one of the things I was most excited for this year, I'm sure a lot of people have heard, this is the first year that skateboarding has been put into the Olympics. They yeah. announced it back in 2016. So a couple days ago, they just had the first events um, for skateboarding. It was street skateboarding. And cool. the ages, for at least the women's category, that's one I watched more of because I had the time um the ages ranged from 13 to 34 of like people competing and then nice. the top three girls who won the gold silver and bronze um 13 years old the first two and then 16 so it was two wow. girls from japan and one girl from brazil and it was really awesome that's great um to watch and then another really cool thing so the philippines has like never won a gold medal like ever in their history and this one girl her name is hidalin diaz she was competing in like the 55 kilogram weight class and she came in gold she overall lifted a combined weight of 224 kilograms through her different Dang. sets and everything. And so she won the first gold. It was really cool to see like her reaction and stuff after she won and it was like so heartwarming. Yeah, that's awesome. Got a question for you. If you guys, okay, you can pick two. One of them is something that you think if you had to compete into the Olympics, like if your life depended on oh, it, let's no. say, you getting a gold medal or getting a medal in the Olympics, and you so you had to pick whichever one would be your best shot, whichever one you had the best shot at, because this is like you know, like your life's on the line, guys. Oh no! And then which one you would, if you could just choose to just have the natural ability to be good at and compete on, which one would you choose? Would they be different, or would they be? Oh, best shot versus choice. Best shot versus you just suddenly have Ooh. the ability. When I was young, I really wanted to do the skeleton. I was excited about that. Now that I'm older, that terrifies me. If I had to pick like one I think that maybe I could slightly have a shot at, I don't know why curling comes to mind, okay. but like probably because I rollerbladed as a kid. And so like, is there, there's no skates curling. in curling, curling, is there? Curling, yeah. Never mind. No, nope. <laughs> uh, I take it back. I would just be the one to push the curling thing. I could probably push it somewhat straight. <laughs> If I could pick any sport, though, that I would want to do and that I could be really good at, I would pick figure skating, though. Figure skating, I figure know. Figure skating's what I would pick. 
I would pick, okay, my best shot, shot being the optimal word here, is skeet shooting. I'd be, uh, I'd be, I think I'd be pretty good at that. Yeah. I mean, obviously nowhere near, near the people who have trained for it. But if I was, you know, if I had to, if mm -hmm. I had to pick one that I could be good at, you know, I'm a decent shot. And then for the one that I would choose, let's see, I'd probably pick something like gymnastics because then I would use my gymnastics skills and uh, agile uh, ag agility to uh, fight crime <laughs> outside of the Olympics, outside of training. So, ah, uh, Olympian by day, vigilante by night. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they all do that. <laughs> all the good ones, at least. Right? All our favorites. No, we're going to jump into our study now. This one's really cool. Oh, Lauren, this is research that you found, it right? some research that I found. Yeah, so um, I found this article in the Journal of Marketing Research. Okay. Um, and the article's titled, Constraining Ideas, How Seeing Ideas of Others Harms Creativity and Open Innovation. And okay. so it's talking about, like, crowdsourcing innovation contests and stuff, like when companies reach out and they have people submit different ideas and things. Um, yeah, I've seen this a little bit. It pops up every now and then. Yeah. So, like, what are, what are some examples? Like, um, you know, like, companies like openideo.com, Crowdspring.com, 99designs.com, atizo.com, all these .coms, you know. Uh, but but they, they, uh, they, they, they specialize in this where companies to get new, fresh ideas, and so, a lot of times from their own customers, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll go onto these platforms and different people will submit different ideas. Now, is this like Doritos asking for uh, ideas for f new flavors or something like that? It can be, so that's like a marketing push in, right. in a way, right? And it, it can be like a marketing push like that. But I not mean, always. But, 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 but not always. But, but these okay. ones, they're, they're platforms dedicated to this, to, to helping companies innovate. Okay, mm -hmm. just getting ideas or submissions from other, from people outside of the company. Yeah, mm -hmm. from okay. customers and, you know. Yeah. Designers, people who just go on and they want to try their hand at it kind of thing, very yeah. skill levels and stuff. With a lot of these crowdsourcing platforms, one thing that's common is that you can see prior submissions. Right. Um, and and what's interesting is that I mean you think of the way the mind works. Um, the more the more submissions you have, the the, the more um, if if we're building a scaffolding in our mind, right? right? The more examples you can see, the more the more experience you can have. The, the, the better scaffolding you can build in, in your mind and, and, and the more likely you are to get to that next level of innovativeness. Right. Right. We kind of build on what other people have done in the past. Yeah. So and you see a pro you see progress. You see you see a higher and higher standard because you're perfecting an idea. You're building on something. I get it. Yeah. And so so what they did, though, in this in the study, it, it seems to counter that idea. Once you throw competitiveness in this, once you're looking at ideas uh, and you're competing against those ideas, it kind of it, it messes it messes with you in, in a big okay. way. Mm -hmm. And so so in this in this first study, what they did is they either showed people just just like two ideas or ten ideas. One group saw ten prior ideas, the other group saw two. Okay. Okay. And and uh, and what they what they found was the more ideas you saw, the worse off your submissions were. 
So, oh, so okay. the less they, they measured it on several different diff, different ways. What they found is if you were exposed to more ideas, your idea was less innovative, less original, um, less useful. You submitted fewer ideas, and uh, and just like they, they also just had this total innovativeness um, score that. Um, yeah, it, it, that they just it saw that. that was definitely lacking. Yeah. Yep. So and on across all, so across all boards, they were much worse off the more submissions that they saw. Exactly. Yeah, and they did this across. They did six like actual contests. They took data from and stuff. So six. Really? Yeah. So it was a field experiment. Okay. So they looked at six different contests that were open, and this the data came from all of that and everything. So it wasn't like a fabricated like contest. It was like hypothetical. Yeah. This yeah. was this was real real stuff. contests. <laughs> yeah. As we're talking about this, this kind of reminds me. Maybe this has nothing to do with it, but of our study of several of our studies yeah. on based on comparison. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, leader leadership or, or recognition. Um, yeah. Also, our own skills and the renting versus buying episode that we that we've talked about the study that that, yeah. uh, that you did where we were talking about oh if you if you buy something you're comparing yourself to other people who own that so you're less likely to because of that comparison mentality you're less likely to uh, move forward with that or progress in it whereas if you're just renting you whereas if you're renting you are you, you don't feel that. Uh, you don't feel that pressure or comparison with people who are experts in whatever that skill that you're trying to learn. Yeah, and what's what's interesting, it's it is kind of like a same same type of research area, right? But but they they they're finding in this research um, with this specific kind of phenomenon that they're looking at, there's a different process, a different mental process going on in the background. Okay. So so in this case. Instead of being like social comparison, now I feel like I, I can't do something um, because because I, I just have low self confidence. Okay. In in this case, what they find is is that as we're if we go back to the scaffold scaffolding that we're building in our mind, if you're competing against other ideas, you think your idea has to be original. Right. And so the the more ideas that you see that you're competing against, you feel like you have to take those ideas out of the scaffolding in your mind. So you have to remove those things You're, and you, there's okay. less to build on. You're putting more constraints on the ideas and things that you can do because you're like, oh, right. this has been done, so I can't do this. I have to appear better from being unique and being different from these other ideas. So you're kind of, yeah, you're putting yourself in those in that constraint in a box. Yeah. It's kind of funny because mm-hmm. we always, because essentially, you know, from a creative standpoint, like you're always thinking, I've got to think outside the box, but yeah. you don't realize that this is actually doing the opposite, having the opposite effect. Yeah. Or you're seeing all these other things and you're like, okay, I've got to do something outside of that box when really what you should be doing is embracing, is the embracing box. it yep. and then <laughs> building on it, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, exactly. Yeah, that's fascinating. And what's cool is, you know, what, how do we get people to embrace that box, right? How do right. we get them to build on that scaffolding instead of removing crucial pieces? Yeah. Is, is, the, is the question. And, and what they find is, hey, uh, they, they have another study where they make it so the, the prior submissions that you're looking at, for, for one group of individuals, they just said, hey, these are just prior submissions um, from, from something in the past. You're not competing against the things you're looking at. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So this is so they ran. This is a second follow-up yeah. study that they ran, 
and they and they said now they did two groups and yeah two groups so so you're you're in all cases you're either being shown you know in this case actually you were you were shown either five prior ideas or 50 prior ideas okay um and but then but then what they did is they either made it okay you're competing against these things you're looking at or you're not competing or against. here's mm-hmm. just some ideas that we're not going with yeah you're not competing against them submit yeah. your own ideas yeah mm-hmm. interesting and, and and so so what 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 they see is if it's competitive you get kind of that same effect that we saw like it, they were less innovative less original less useful and they submitted fewer ideas wow. uh, but if it was if they made it so it wasn't competitive it reversed that effect. So if it wasn't competitive, the more ideas that you saw that you were exposed to increased originality, it increased the number of ideas that you submitted, and it increased um, total innovativeness. Wow. This may be a little, a little bit of a tangent, uh, but go with me on this. I kind, of, I kind of have thought about when a big big blockbuster movies coming out and it comes out and it's just terrible and you think like why how did this get passed how did this mm. like how did this get passed through so many levels of critique where where it just turned into this and then you have other people you, you just have random people on the internet now that we have now that youtube's popular or you know you have like forums and things where people can can comment on it and you have like fan suggestions and Anyways, you have all this like you have all this feedback where it's like you see these ideas coming from these people after the fact that are like such great ideas. And essentially what they're doing is what you're saying is they're building on they're building on something, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like almost like can you harness that before you actually release the production (laughs) before you actually release the final product and and try and harness that like, hey, without without trying to be without trying to be like have the coolest original idea, you know, and not do what the, you know, not do what everyone else is doing. How about just, uh, how about just look at this from a perspective and just say, Hey, what would you have done differently here? You know, and build on yeah. these ideas rather mm-hmm. than, rather than competing. Cause maybe that's why, maybe that's why the, the original production kind of ended up a little bit rough. Cause everyone's trying to be too original, yeah. trying to do something mm-hmm. that's like, Oh, this is going to be super unique, but then it just get lo- it gets lost in that process. Yeah, that's and what's interesting is you end up not making something unique. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, and that's, that's where it your, suffers, in your, in or your, it doesn't make sense, or it suffers in some way or another. Right. Yeah, I just think it's so interesting that in those cases, in these studies, when you when you're rem- like you're trying to do something different, right, it ends up being less different right. and and less innovative. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, it's it's so interesting to me. And I always come. So just to clarify, I always come at things from from a creative position, from a creative process and mindset. But this can be applied to all areas of business, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, management. I mean, say you're in work meetings, right? Right. And uh, and you're 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 brainstorming. Yeah. If there's competitiveness in that brainstorm session. People aren't going to be building on ideas of others. They're just right. going to try to think of something different right. um, than, than what somebody else just said. And so if you can remove that competitive nature and, and not try to think of something unique from what somebody else has talked about, but instead build 
Right. Um, that's when really good and innovative ideas would would come. It's interesting, yeah, because now that I think about it, like if you if you have an idea, or if you're trying to come up with an idea that's different from someone, like to show that you can go a completely different direction, you're almost it's almost like subtle commentary that that direction that was just submitted by someone else wasn't mm, good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's that's a whole other a whole other thing, right? Right. Because in this in this study, you're not looking at the the feelings of the prior submissions. Right. Those those individuals' feelings. You're just looking at the person trying to come up with with an original idea, right? True. Yeah. What's interesting, also, what, one other thing that we'll talk about um, with with this that that I that I love. You may think, oh, well, yeah, these are just uh, people that lack experience. Okay. Right. And uh, and uh, but in in our in our you know company or or whatever, um, it, it, with employees, these are people that have a lot of experience, and so they they've already built this scaffolding and it's and it's strong, um, and so so that they they won't really struggle with it as much as these these beginners. Okay. Right. But they actually find the exact opposite. Really? Yeah. It's in in one of the, in another one of their studies, they look at this effect between experts and between novices, and they find it's stronger. It's a stronger effect with with uh, with experts. And so so experts struggle even more with this because okay. because you're you're removing so many crucial pieces to to your scaffolding into your concept well and then you also have like like when you're an expert in something you you know all these rules and things that you should and shouldn't do with the design so you have those in place and then you're also taking out you know these ideas of others and you're making your box almost smaller and smaller than people who are novices and might not have some of this background information that might be limiting some of the experts okay this this would be interesting i wonder if what's going on is if you're an expert and you're forced to come up with an innovative idea, okay. you feel like you have to disregard all of your prior ideas. Not just, not just the individuals and the, and the ideas you've seen from others, but also you have to disregard all of the expertise that you've already built. Right. Uh, if I'm going to do something innovative, it has to be something I haven't thought of before. Right. And so, so you're, you're, instead of, again, instead of building on your expertise and the expertise of others, you, you end up disregarding that. Which can almost kind of feel Which like... limits it, like yeah, crazy. It almost kind of feel, feels like uh, demotivating, you yeah. know? Like if I'm an expert, I'm like, okay, I guess I have to think of something I haven't done before. When really it's like, no, no, take your expertise and, and, and do Tweak something it. professional. Yeah. Yeah. Do something professional and, and, and great based on what you know. I mean... Taking out the competitiveness, right? Will it's gonna? Imp- I mean, if we're thinking of it from like a managerial perspective, working your teams at work and stuff, taking out the competitiveness will help improve the ideas. I mean, there'll be less discord because your employees aren't competing against each other. They'll right. be able to, like Dustin said earlier, build upon each other's ideas and you know come up with things that are actually gonna work and be beneficial. Yeah. So it's almost like create a framework where you can have input you know either within a team or if you're doing some crowdsourcing thing that's outside that's outside of the company or organization that you're operating in uh, do something uh, make it 
make it obvious that that it's very that it's low pressure kind of more sandboxy rather than like creating this competitive environment yeah um, companies actually are also using this type of platform within their company right within, within other employees so for instance when uh, you know when when I when I was working in a, in a company they had this competition with with innovative ideas they they um, they purchased a, a platform to help do that, and it was with employees. Okay. So we were all making, trying to make innovative ideas that would help lead the company in different directions, newer directions, and and yeah, we could see prior submissions, we could okay. see these things, and so I would expect fully like this same effect to occur, um, whether this is occurring within an organization or through crowdsourcing. I can totally see that. And it's so interesting because this would seem like this would seem like such a brilliant idea, right? It seems like new innovation like hey, we're going to get input from people outside of of just our little team, you know. Yeah. You know, whether it's getting getting ideas from all employees, you know, like you know, even if you're like, "Hey, even people in the call center, like, offer your ideas. You might have some great ideas, you know, or outside of the company, like, hey, we're going to do this thing where, you know, we're going to take uh, input suggestions from other people, you know. It seems like such like a, a fresh way to, to get, to throw new ideas into the mix. Yeah. But, but according to this, it's not having that, you're kind of killing the effect. As long as there's a competitive nature involved. Right. It, it can hurt. It can hurt the effect. It, so two things: as long as it's competitive, and people can see prior submissions, then it, then uh, which then, which creates kind of a competitiveness. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Essentially, then then, it, then it, you're kind of hurting creativity by making it competitive. Right. But so it, what innovation you might have gleaned from from people who who are potentially going to submit, you're not going to get as much from them. Yeah. You know, I'm just thinking of ways that you can get rid of this competitive aspect. I wonder if you even have teams of people competing against each other. You you at least have people within a team working together, working together and building upon their ideas to so kind of get the you best. Know? Of both so you worlds. can still kind of keep that competitive nature, but but at least ha- allow people to build on ideas. To collaborate. That, that might be a way around it if you if you're absolutely set on this competitiveness idea, which in right. some sense you kind of always have to have in some one way or another. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's not going. You know, you can't control how people. You know, even how people interpret. You know. But like you said, if you take things away, like, oh, you can't see other people's submissions. Yeah. If it has to be competitive, don't let people see prior submissions. Prior submissions. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can make uh, the input more vague, you know, even if it is a competition. You don't have to say, like, we're going to choose the best of this or choose the, you know. I would say focus focus on quality, quality in the competition and not uniqueness. Right. Mm-hmm. Which kind of brings its, you know, there's struggles there, I guess. Well, the the trouble is is if you have copiers that 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 copy and mm. just up the quality just a little bit, they I do see. the same exact idea with just a little bit of a quality push. You're gonna hurt feelings, like, right? You know, so so there's that kind of competitiveness makes it tricky, right? Right. Yeah, it's not because not, we're not even saying it's always a bad thing. 
but but in this but according to this study you have to be careful if you're going to involve it and you might be you might be kind of sweeping creativity off its feet you know yeah it's one of those like pick your own battles right kind of situation you have to decide which aspects are going to be more important to you and if competitiveness is like you said take out the prior submissions but if them being able to build off things is take out the create or the competitiveness nature right yeah that's the best way to build innovation is by removing competitiveness and getting everybody's thoughts out there that everyone can then build upon right well that's awesome that's a, that's a way cool study and definitely something something to, to think about so today we've referenced several of our past studies too and if you guys haven't listened to them go and listen to them even if it's not something within your specific field it's still they still all somehow connect in cool yeah. ways and it can help and it can help further here again what we're trying to do we talk about different topics every week but we are also trying to like build on certain things and it's so cool to see the connections between things yeah. um, between between different areas that that we when we run these studies so go ahead and listen to our other podcast episodes and other our other content on social media and thanks for joining us this week on the Shadoof podcast Shadoof is sponsored by the Woodbury School of Business please consider following us on social media or giving us a review on Apple Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.